Hey guys, I'm Nat. And I'm Ashton. And, and we, we are the, the Nerds, Nerds in Flannel. flannel. Good, good enough, man. Yeah, good, good enough. enough. <laughs> back on Zoom. Back on Zoom. Yeah, welcome back, everyone. Um, yeah, another Zoom pod. What can you do? We're both busy. But uh, busy, busy. We're just talking. We might have a chance for pretty soon to do some in-person stuff. So that'll be fun. Yes, yes. Coming up in a couple of weeks, we are very excited. Yes, so that's fun. That will be great. Um, so today we are talking about, actually, not what we've been talking about. Nat, I got a question for you, bud. Oh yeah. What you What's been question, watching, bud? my dude? What you watching, what you, bud? What you watching? <laughs> what you watching, bud? <laughs> um. Well, let's start off with something that we both have seen. Actually, no, I can't say that on the pod. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I took that one off my list too. Dude, wait, I just had a mental <laughs> I just had a mental brain fire. I'm like, wait, can we say we want to talk about that on the pod or not? Because this is a family friendly podcast. <laughs> yeah, we've been watching a lot of um Desperate Housewives. Um, Why would you so, tell them that? Come yeah, on. Yeah, that's my bad. Sorry. Yeah. Selling Sunset. Ugh. Oh, dude. Actually, kind of a joke. Yeah, actually, gotta watch the first two episodes. Actually, kind of fire. <laughs> um, do you know what? I'll start with um, something that's fresh in my mind. Um, I watched <clears throat> Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Is that what it's called? Mar- yeah. Marcel. Yeah. Marcel the Shell like with that. shoes it's on. Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Yes. Oh, wait, is it that? Michelle was it? Isn't it Marcel the shell with shoes on? Okay, now I gotta check. I gotta get the title right. I'm sorry, guys. I think it is. <clears throat> oh, it's called Marcel the shell with shoes on. Yeah. Is that what I've been saying the entire time? That's what you've. That's exactly what you've been saying. <laughs> it's been a long week. It's been a very long week. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Oh, yeah, so I watched this movie last night, uh, Late Night Showing, went to um, the Downtown Theater, which is, like, one of the only theaters playing it. I think on the Cineplex app, it only had, like, two theaters playing it in BC. And it's wild. Thankfully, there's one downtown, so I live in Vancouver, Ashland's in Surrey, so it's slightly closer for me. Just slightly. And, yeah. I'm dead uh, on the inside. oh man uh yeah i went with my parents uh for late night showing and you know not very many people maybe like 15 people in the theater and honestly this movie is so fun it's it's very wholesome and it's you know the whole family could watch it like i there was like i didn't see any kids in the theater but you know i was probably the youngest one there but this movie was it was so good uh it's about you know family and what you would do for them. And, like, if you lost some family, how far would you go to, like, get them back? Because, you know, as they say in the movie, family is the most important thing. And I think it's just a really fun and, like, touching movie that, like, dude, let's, let's, be, let's be real. The last two years have sucked. <laughs> um, so uh, for a movie like this to come out, it's just... Um, it's it's nice. It's nice, and it will get you emotional about a um, a shell with a googly eye. Uh, so that's that's always good. Um, quick thing: the cinematography. You think you think the cinematography would not, would not be good for a movie like this, but it just it's so good. <coughs> it's and, an A twenty four film. I'm not super surprised. Yeah, uh, for those who don't know, A twenty four is a kind of a studio who produces a lot of experimental films. You would say that, right, Ashley? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, the previous works have been uh, everything everywhere all at once. That's probably their biggest hit so yeah. far. Yeah. Uh, and we have talked about that on the pod. So uh, and I think in our previous what you watched and we talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. That was like a month ago though. Two months or a month and a half. Yeah. What? Um. They also they also do a lot of horror movies. So if you're into horror movies, um. Sick. I'm always, <laughs> but I know I know Ash is kind of on the fence. You know, yeah, I, mean? I like yeah. don't like the heart rate getting up that high with a movie, but <laughs> I also appreciate a good film. So I'm kind of conflicted. <laughs> Dude, you 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 gotta watch Hereditary, bro. I'm telling you. <laughs> Yo, come over, watch Hereditary. Dang, two a.m. Watch Hereditary. <laughs> oh, do on my projector downstairs in the Ooh. dark. That's the only way to watch it. Apparently. Might have to. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Marcel, <laughs> the show with shoes on. Great film. Go watch it if you can find it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. They, yeah. If you, if you want to go with me, let's go. I'll go again. <laughs> they had a uh, showing last Thursday in Langley, but then they took it off like two days before or like a day before they took it off. Like they canceled mm-hmm. the showing. I was like, oh, man, I'm, I'm upset. But yeah. I'll, I'll, t- I'll try it at some point. You know what that means. You just got to come downtown with me. I guess so. There's no other way. Actually, Dude, I don't think there is we'll any way. Yeah, true. We could do that. Yeah, we could just go like afternoon show in downtown or get lunch or something <clears> downtown. Watch. By that point, it's going to be showing in like every theater in Lang- or like in Langley and Surrey. <laughs> and then like none of Dude, I'm hoping, I'm hoping those, <laughs> like, it, it comes out to Metrotown because it's like a five minute drive. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I've been watching. Um, movie-wise, I have a few things... Um, a few other things to talk about, but Ashton, what have you, what you been watching, bud? Oh, I think, uh, okay. I think, okay. I'm, I'm going to say one that isn't a movie or a TV show. It's a YouTube okay. series that I've been addicted oh. to over the month of June. Okay. Um, Ryan trans, I think that's, yeah. Ryan trans, uh, it's his whole series about, um, like, going from a penny within a month mm. to give a penny to Mr. Beast. And he re- he did like daily vlogs. So it's about eight hours. It's about the size of a TV show. Yeah, but man, they're, I saw that. Yeah, they're like 15 or 20 minute episodes. And it's just so good. He's just so funny, so entertaining. It's refreshing to get that kind of content on YouTube. And yeah. I have I was like hooked every day. Like that's one I worked that into my routine routine all last month. And then this month I had a lot of depression because I, it was over. Like it was seriously that good. Just kind of seeing like him hustle, do all these jobs. It kind of makes you want to get out there and like go mow a lawn or something, you know? Like Yeah, we got we got to do something good for the community. You know what I mean? Yeah, do something good for the community. But also it gives you hope about like the goodness in people and like generosity yeah. in people. But also like it's realistic. And he made it like really entertaining, really funny um 10 out of 10 would recommend that yeah no i saw a little bit of it i didn't see all of the episodes but from what i saw it was just some wholesome stuff man oh yeah i use the word wholesome a lot on this pod <laughs> because you know yeah this stuff. is a wholesome pod so far me and uh me and my brother we like we watched a ton of his videos all in one setting to catch up like because i think we started watching like 10 days after it went viral or whatever like june 10th oh, okay it kind of went viral right away and we were just like watching a ton and he eats a lot of Chipotle in that series. So we just looked at each other and we're like, yo, want to go to Chipotle? And just spontaneously at like 7.30 p.m. just drove down like 15 minutes to Chipotle and 
then came back and watched more videos. And I've also been hooked oh, on yeah, McDonald's iced coffees because of that too. So do McDonald's iced coffee like underrated. every day? Underrated, it's so good. McDonald's iced coffee is really good. It's only a dollar right now for like any size if you have the app. Oh yeah, that's right. But not a lot of people have the app. Not not a lot of people know that. So yeah, true. Well, there you go. So There's your snippet until like September first or something. Anyway, that yeah, that's that's the first thing I wanted to talk about. I think it's the thing out of everything that's come out, I thought, you know, like June was supposed to be like the biggest month for like Star Wars and like there's gonna like Miss Marvel and some other stuff in there. Um and a bunch of other TV shows I was excited for, but I think that was my favorite thing. Like it was legitimately so good. Do I mean like it's we're at a point where <clears throat> content is legit everywhere. Yeah. There's, there's not one you remember when youtube just be used to be like the only like platform we could like put content like that now you got tiktok you got instagram you have dude you can do snapchat if you really wanted to and um i mean obviously bad things have come out of it too uh but there's a lot of really good stuff on there and you know it's just it's just good to see you know what i mean especially like like i said last few years have been crappy so it's good <laughs> yeah cool um Nah, yeah. what you been um, watching, bud? <laughs> Ashton, I, I was gonna say the exact same thing because I know we watched the this show. Ooh, exactly yeah, yeah. And uh, let's talk about it. Uh, season one of Miss Marvel. Actually, I'm on, I'm still on season or on ep- episode two. I haven't started episode two yet. Oh, just kidding! I'm gonna talk about it. Ah, you can give it a Dude, I got I got so excited. I actually like, oh. I have something to say about this though. Um, okay, sure. So, yeah, I started, I watched the first episode, but it kind of came out when Kenobi was still going strong, and I didn't have a lot of time between those two to, like, pick one to watch. Okay. And then, and then I just kind of got tired of action TV shows. Like, I just wanted to, like, sit down and watch, like, a workplace comedy or something. And there's another one on this list I'll talk about in a, like, in a minute. Um, But it was, like, yeah, I don't know. I, I've heard from a lot of people now that the season's over, that it was, like, really good and probably, like, the best one yet. But oh, I, yeah. I'm i not going to lie. I kind of feel a little bit of fatigue from all the Marvel shows now. They're, they're just... It's kind of a grind, honestly. Yeah, I feel like I, I feel like it's more so, like, work than it is enjoyment at this point. Like, yeah. just to, like, be... Just, just so my FOMO doesn't go out of control, I have to watch it. But don't anyway. Don't spoilers. Yeah, I don't want any spoilers. Yeah. I would go to a movie like at ten o'clock at night on a Thursday just so I don't get spoilers because that's how much I hate them. Yep. Another reason why I don't watch trailers. <clears throat> um, what else have I seen? Oh, yes. But you, I mean, uh, you, can, you, a... you can talk about it just spoiler free. Nah, nah, nah. I, I wouldn't. I okay. Wouldn't. It's 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 more fun to talk about it with you. That's fair. Aw, buddy. Talk because <laughs> yeah, no, love it, bro. No, episode six is where it it gets fun. I'll, so, I'll I'll probably end up watching it this week and then we can record about it and do a, sure. do a dedicated episode. Yeah, that'd be good because there's a lot of stuff we... Uh, you're going to lose your crap in the last episode, I'm just saying. Dope. Um, let's talk about a bad TV show. <laughs> uh, so I recently um, stumbled upon um, this this TV show on Netflix. It's called Resident Evil. And uh, if you don't oh. know Resident Evil, the, this show, is based off the video games. And I got to tell you, I love those games. Um, they're kind of like horror action with like zombies, and like kind of like mutated creatures. And it's a lot of fun. Um, they, they look great. The voice acting is great. The, the, 
the games are amazing games. Not all of them, but most of them. But this TV show is so bad. I I grinded it out. I how many episodes? There were like nine episodes, eight episodes. It was about an hour long. I grinded this out so so fast. I, this just came out Friday too, so that's why I've been kind of watching the last few days. And it's kind of like a TV show you love to hate because it the dialogue is pretty bad when there is dialogue. The characters just kind of suck. I mean, it's it looks great. It's a good-looking TV show. Most of the special effects um, are... They look, like, suitable for, like, a video game type of TV show. Um, there's a few scenes where it looks like I did the VFX, and that's not a good thing. Because <laughs> that was I pretty much all VFX. of Halo. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Another <clears throat> TV show we got to talk about that I've seen, like, one episode of, and I hate. <laughs> um... And the storyline is just not good. I mean, it's very predictable and very just kind of boring at points. And they, there's just there's just more questions at the end than you have answers. So it's one of those TV shows where I'm like, maybe maybe watch it, but don't. I mean, if you're into the game, I think you'll like it just because there's a lot of like Easter eggs and like references to the games. So do that if you watch the the. Uh, I mean, oh, I played the games, but this is just not very good. Four out of ten stars. <laughs> Dang. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, I mean, here, like, thank you to everyone who worked on this this TV show and put like their heart and soul into this TV show. But I'm not the only one who feels that way. I'm pretty sure it has does not have good reviews on uh, on IMDb. Um, let's see. Oh my goodness. Oh, I can't type. Sorry. Where is it? Do, do they not have a rating on IMDb TV? There it is. Oh, here it is. Let's see the reviews. Yeah. Um. Hey, I'm generous. I give it a four. Um. The average score on IMDb is a 3.5. So you're like 0.5% generous. Point yeah, five stars dude, generous. I'm so generous. Look at this man, Mr. Like generous over here. Are you Santa Claus? Yeah, dude, might be. Giving out an extra half star to all the boys and girls around the world. Oh all the good all the good TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Ashley, what you been watching, bro? Alright. So I'll get to all the TV shows and movies in a second, I swear. This is another YouTube series I've been uh very caught by so i'm a i'm a bit of a sneakerhead. i enjoy a good shoe actually i have a pretty like decent sized collection now i just picked up true. the lego That's ultra true. boost the other day and i've never felt better um that's so got lego shoes you can even put legos on the shoes if you really you actually can boy i'll pull them up i'll pull them up oh you got them i thought you yeah, were right here on the shoe rack you got them in sheesh yeah. look at those and it like the insole has like a Lego sort of like shape on it, but like not sharp. So it feels like you're stepping on like cloud Lego. Anyway, I gotta get myself a pair of Ultra Boosts. <laughs> they were one fifteen, not bad. Ultra Boosts usually go for two fifty. Yeah, it's not bad. Pretty yeah. Good. Anyway, I love a good pair of shoes, and there's a uh, YouTube series. Another one that's kind of forced me to feel a little more entrepreneurial. I don't even know if I'm saying the word right. Um, the $20 sneaker collection by Seth oh, Fowler. Yes. 
So he's a YouTuber who does a lot of sneaker reviews and stuff. And he did this uh, series starting like a year ago. <clears throat> and he just finished it like last month. But it was this whole series about building like this ultimate sneaker collection, starting off with $20 and not going past that. So all the profit he made to build up to like the big sneaker collection and like the $10,000 pair of shoes he bought at the very end started off with that $20 bill. And he worked about a year to get up to that. And it, I don't want to spoil it if in case you're into this kind of stuff. But it's a he bought a very coveted pair of shoes. Like really, really coveted. Check it out. Um and he like he grinded. It was so cool to see. Like to see people like grind, but also like it was fun too. And just kind of like it makes you want to go into more thrift sh- shops and like check all that stuff out. I love thrifting, but this just made me love thrifting more because like people actually sell stuff that they don't know is valuable. So now every time I go thrifting, I always check out the shoe aisles because I'm like, ooh, what's here? What's here? That's what I always do, man. You yeah. Got, you never know what you're going to find like at a value deal or like a Toulouse. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. But all the expensive stuff is like kind of at a, at the Salvation Army stuff. At the, yeah, the yeah. Store, not the stuff. So yeah. yeah. Oh, you got those pairs of shoes? Yo. You, you, you saw them? Oh, shit. Man's just spoiled it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not it's, gonna watch it. I just want to find out what. Yeah, that's fair. Got. It's it's a crazy pair. Like it's actually highly coveted. Uh, it's really expensive. Like it yeah, is worth more than my car. That that single pair of shoes. It's worth like at least twice more than my car is worth. Dude, I bought my car for like twenty percent of those shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Uh, oh <clears throat> there's a lot of people out there right now who probably are in just shoes that are like, why the, why the heck? But once you start getting into sneaker culture, you kind of understand this stuff a little bit more. And the shoes he was able to buy just starting off with $20 within a year, he had these, which was like insane. So yeah, no, that's a series I've been watching kind of like makes you want to do more of that stuff. Um, yeah, really, really good. Really addicting. If you ever need something to watch with like on YouTube, when you eat, when you eat food or whatever, to kill out that depressing silence that everyone knows that they have when they don't watch something when they eat food, then there you go. True. This, is, this is very true. Ashton, I got two <laughs> questions for you. Yeah. Uh, on the topic of sneakers, do you think, like, if you're, like, kind of like a sneaker head, let's say, um, what, do you collect, like, the coveted pairs only, or do, like, get pairs that suit your personality? Kind of both. Okay. So, actually, yeah, so... There was, an, there was one case, this is my greatest sneaker find ever, where it was kind of a mix of both, because there were a pair of Ultra Boosts that I bought last year. Ultra Boost 21s. I forget what the colorway is called, but they they're were Adidas on clearance. For anyone who doesn't know. Yeah, they're Adidas Ultra Boosts. One of the comfiest shoes ever, like legit, one of the comfiest shoes in the world. They're more of a yeah. running shoe, but they're also a style shoe. And they're what like Yeezy Boosts are. It's like similar to a Yeezy Boost, but more affordable. Dude, um, now, I want, now I want a new pair of shoes. Yeah, no kidding. But yeah, so I bought I bought a pair of Ultra Boosts last year. I've worn them a ton. And they're probably my, like my favorite pair of shoes I have. And then I checked. I bought them on clearance. So I bought them for like half the price. So $150 Canadian. Um, and and people are still like, oh, that's so expensive. If you understand Ultra Boosts, it's really good. Uh, yeah. So I, I bought these. And then I was looking up just because I was curious. I was trying to like appraise all my sneakers that I have. Do like a self appraisal. So I looked into these and what they're use what they're worth use. They're worth about four hundred and eighty dollars now. Dang. 
They're worth more than my brother's Jordan 6 University Blues. Like a friggin' pair yeah. of Ultra Boosts. Like, for people who, like, don't follow shoes, I know that sounds crazy, but, like, <clears throat> sneaker sneaker culture is such a big thing now. It is. Like, it's it's been around for a while, but I think it really hit a stride, like, I would say, like, 2010? Something like that, probably. It's always been big, but, like, huge. Like, everyone knows, like, Jordans. Everyone yeah. owns Jordans. Everyone <laughs> oh, owns, yeah, like, we do. <laughs> Now, for those of you that know shoes, this pair actually didn't as appreciate as well as I thought it would. I got these before the wide release with Foot Locker, and yeah, they probably lost about 10% of their value, which sucks, yeah. but I still like them. See, I love red, but that's just too much red for me, bro. Yeah, I know. I was kind of looking at these, but these are like the one shoe where I always get compliments for in wearing them. Like, yeah, I think people just, they look at the confidence that you have to have to wear them, and they're like, dang, that's yeah, a pretty cool exactly. guy. Dude, like... That's why I have like <laughs> weird color shoes. Like you know my uh, my two seventies, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They're like really bright. I would pull them up, but I'm too lazy to walk. <laughs> uh, it's what six feet. I have like my <laughs> shoe shelf right here, but most of the good ones are on the far side, and I don't really want to move. <laughs> yeah, my 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 everyday wears are just at the bottom right here, and then all my nice shoes are like on my door here, so I can't really get to them. Oh, yeah. Well. I mean, time to go shoe shopping now. Yeah, <laughs> hey ho, let's go, let's go. <laughs> oh yeah, we, we should see, go. Let's hey, see the Foot Locker on. We go downtown. We can go to the go Foot Locker and then go to uh, the theater. Oh, ooh, might have to. Oh. Yeah, oh. <laughs> ooh, I want to pick up those uh, Adidas <laughs> Adelaide Twenty Twos. You know the ones that look like Yeezy slides, but they're three D printed. Oh, those ones. Yeah, Kanye freaked yeah. out because they look so similar, but they actually look so good. I'm yeah, just waiting for them to hit retail stores. Anyway, sorry, that was my last shoot thing. Oh, good. Oh, another question. Yeah. Uh, do you have to watch something when you're eating? I am the kind of person where... Okay, if I'm alone, then I have to. Yeah, if I'm with people, <laughs> then I don't really mind if I do or not. If I'm with my family, we love to have a good laugh over food. So we'll either have like conversations... Or we'll put up like a Studio C video or something, or we'll watch a TV show. Um, right. <clears throat> but I'm kind of, yeah, like whenever I, I just want to shut off my head when I'm like eating, turn off my brain. So I'm just like, you know what, let's find something that's kind of like dumb to watch or a YouTube series I enjoy or like some random like video. Like there's a couple YouTubers out there that I, I like just save their videos for whenever I eat. <laughs> it's it's one of those situations. Sick. Um, what else have I been watching? <clears throat> oh, uh, another uh, what's it called? Uh, net another Netflix uh movie. I got I watch I've been watching a lot of Netflix. Um, I was out of town for a little bit, so I was I was watching um shows when I was out of town. Um, I saw Hustle, um, oh. that new basketball movie with Adam Sandler. And, okay, here's the thing. For people who don't know, I do not like basketball. I think everything around it, other than the shoes and the people, are, is kind of lame. I'm a hockey player, so you're, 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 born into, you're born into the mindset where it's like, yo, <laughs> like, basketball is kind of like a lame sport. And then, uh, I mean, it's not as bad as soccer. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think we but, can all uh, agree. Yeah, and I think this is bad soccer. But uh, yeah, soccer are the people who 
aren't that aren't athletic. I'm kidding. No, soccer players are very athletic. Oh, they, they can are. probably outrun me and stuff. Hundred um, percent. No disrespect yeah, if you play it. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. We love you. Well, I'm just saying. I don't. I don't hate the people. I just don't like the sport. Does that makes sense. Yeah. Um, it's like don't hate the player, hate the game type of thing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so hustle. Adam Sandler. There's some big cast members in here. Um, what's we got? We got uh, Queen Latifah, oh. Ben Foster, Robert Duvall, who's in it for a very short time, <coughs> um, and a bunch of like actual basketball players. And I know a little bit of basketball because the people I'm friends with love basketball. So that's kind of I'm kind of like dragged into it. But this movie, for a sports movie, is shot very well. Um, I know it got like mixed reviews. I think it's like a averaging like seven. Five on IMDb. Uh, this movie is kind of like about a sports agent who finds this like phenom in in I think I believe it was like Spain. Yeah, Spain. It was in Spain, and he brings him back to North America and wants to show him off against so he gets drafted right in the NBA draft. And it's that's the very like <coughs> surface level story, but it's more about like fam- it's a lot of the movies today I'm going to talk about are about family and uh, it's like what you would do for your family and like how like the work you have to put in to like be the best and it's 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 honestly a really good movie um, yeah I won't say too much about it because it's better if you go in knowing nothing um, 8 out of 10 stars <laughs> <laughs> dang that's pretty dope <clears throat> yeah yeah I'll add Actually, it to the watch list um, yeah, okay yeah, you got it man it's good so a TV show I just finished yesterday and I just started a couple days ago. This is the one I watched because I needed like some fun like workplace or just like turn off your brain comedy, which that isn't really a workplace comedy. It's more of a vacation comedy. Uh, that is Amazon Prime's The Lake. So this yeah. one, I don't necessarily know if I want to recommend it because there are some sensitive, touchy themes. Um, you can't. I guess you. I <coughs> guess you could. <laughs> There's like minor themes about like incest um yeah and if you're not you know like yeah it's it's very interesting it's a very interesting show i enjoyed this one though like i genuinely like had a lot of good laughs with it um yeah i haven't seen all of it yet okay i won't spoil it but the premise of it is uh this guy uh he's uh this gay dude and he uh came out as gay after having a daughter with his best friend while he was growing up in high school or whatever um and he's reconnecting with his birth daughter and in order to do that uh he takes her for like a summer and they go to their lake in ontario it's a canadian uh filmed and canadian based tv show and they pretty much just it's super funny like they have to try to reconcile their relationship um and also kind of like there's this rivalry about he has like this cabin uh that's his by birthright uh, but his half-sister, who wasn't even married to his dad, who just passed away, uh, inherited the cabin or whatever. But there's some conflicts with the will. And it's it's just super funny. They have, like, this really crazy rivalry. Uh, it has uh, Julia Stiles as the sister. And she's just, like... If you've ever seen Julia 10 Things Stiles. I Hate About You, she, like, really brings that character back. Like, that super, like, oh, I love to hate yeah. this person. But I also kind of, like, sympathize at some points with her um she's lovable That's she's lovable she's scary yeah. she's very scary so yeah no it's it's an interesting tv show um i i enjoyed it though lots of good laughs with that one and yeah 
Uh, what you been watching, one. Nat? Yeah, let's see. Another one. Uh, another one. Another uh, one. Another, I've been watch- another movie I watched. Uh, it's called The Sea Beast on Netflix. Been watching a lot on Netflix. Um, it's it's kind of like <coughs> it's animated animated film. I believe it's by the same studio who did How to Train Your Dragon. Uh, it's it's a fun movie. Very fun movie. Um, it's very reminiscent of How to Train Your Dragon. Um, but the difference between that and How to Train Your Dragon is that uh, the Sea Beast looks, I want to say, way better than How to Train Your Dragon. For one fact is that they use water. Uh, water plays a big part. And if you know anything about uh, visual effects and animation, water is one of the hardest things to do. 100%. Uh, because you know, every you let's say this. I have this cup of coke. I know if, for people who are just listening, I have this cup of coke. No matter where I put the light, it's gonna be a different color. And you know what I mean? I, it's different with actual water, but it's getting like it's getting the light rays. It's getting like um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like the reflection of like the clear parts of the water. And when it goes through waves, it's it's uh, yeah, um, yeah. I know it looks really good. Um, and it's really cute too. It's about it's kind of, it's kind of like a fa- it's a family film, of course. And uh, it's kind of like who's really the bad guy here? It's kind of like what your agenda is, and it's 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 kind of like a cookie cutter movie. I would want to say uh, that looks really good. Um, yeah, well, give it a watch. Uh, what did I? What score did I give it? I actually rated it on IMDb because I've been writing reviews on IMDb lately. You know, no big deal. <laughs> big. <laughs> Big movie critic here. Uh, look for me. Uh, let's see here. I give it an eight. Yeah. So, uh, it's really fun. Watch it with the family. Watch it with the kids. Highly recommended. <laughs> Dope. I'll have to check it out. Ashton, what you been watching? Uh, so another one I've been watching is Only Murders in the Building. Are you done? I'm not done. Um, okay. So this okay. is a show that I'm watching with my family. So yeah. I think we only, we only watched one episode of the new season so far. We still have like a bunch to watch, but <clears throat> wow. It is like, I don't know. I love a good murder mystery and this show just has so many complexities in it. Um, and I've, I've enjoyed the first season. They're on season two right now. And yeah, no, I, I think I've recommended this one before. This is one of the shows I was most hyped about for the year. <clears throat> yes. And I'm certainly like, at least from what I've seen so far, I enjoy it. So, yeah. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. Give us a watch if you're into that sort of thing. It's on Disney Plus in Canada, Hulu in the US. Yeah. Yeah. I would say uh, season one, I, I kind of enjoyed it more than season two. Fair. Um, maybe because it was kind of like a fresh thing. Yeah. Um, St- uh, Steve Martin, Martin, Martin Short. And Selena uh, Gomez. Selena Gomez. And... A bunch of other supporting cast. The cast, I for me, the cast is the best part of this of the show. I I agree. I agree. They're funny, man. It's so good. Surprisingly, like a really good dynamic. Look, we already knew that with um with Steve Martin and Martin Short, but Uh, you know, throwing Eagles. I think so. We're doing the with Chevy Chase, right? I think so. Yeah. Sure. But also throwing Selena Gomez in there as like this, like you know, super like edgy like millennial character it's just like a really funny dynamic you think she's you think she wouldn't be a a good actress but she's great yeah like didn't didn't she get her start in acting before singing maybe probably that sounds (laughs) like disney Disney channel stuff yeah so i'm assuming it is 
I remember seeing uh, growing up Ramona and Beezus, and she was in that one. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Cool. Dope. Nat, um, what you been watching? I mean, since we're talking about Amazon Prime, kind of, well, I guess. Um, I watched this movie called Annette. Um, came out in 2021. Um, starring Adam Driver. Uh, Mar- Mar- oh, how do you, I can't remember. Okay, let me try to pronounce it. Uh, Marion Cotillard. She's 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 huge actress. She's won an Oscar. Uh, Simon Halberg from The Big Bang Theory. Now, what I will say about this movie is that it is not for everyone. Uh, it is kind of like this dark, 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 darkly comedic musical um, about just this comedian with like a really weird sense of humor telling his story through like his comedy routine but like also through music it's really artistic if you you have to kind of have like this really obscure obsession for just movies i guess like i do because let's be real i i'll pretty much watch anything which is a good thing and a bad thing uh but <laughs> yo give it a watch it's on amazon prime if you just want to Watch something different, and that's what I would say it is. It's just something different. Uh, acting's great, music's great, looks great. There's this one scene where you'll when you see it, you'll know. It just kind of blew my mind, and I was watching this on like my phone. So, uh, yeah, give it a watch. Annette on Amazon Prime. Ashton, what you been watching, cool. bro? Um, how how much more how how much more do you have to talk about? I have a couple. I have a couple. Okay. Um, Okay, yeah. So let's go over one that we both watched. We saw two movies fairly recently. First one, uh, Jurassic World Dominion. Oh yes, yes. I almost forgot because I totally grouped this in with the other one, but we we recorded that and published it before we saw this movie. So I guess we have to talk about this. We saw this like right after we recorded that episode. Indeed, indeed we did. Yeah. Um, yeah. What'd you think about it? I'd only seen, like, some of the Jurassic Parks. I hadn't seen any of the Jurassic Worlds, so I wasn't okay. able to compare it to those. But, I gotta Wait, tell so you, you. You didn't watch any Jurassic World before you watched the third one? No. Bro, I thought you were going to catch up. <laughs> I know. Uh, that was the plan, and then I got caught up with planning and doing ah. a grad ceremony and stuff oh, at my gosh. church. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so my impressions of this were I actually like I enjoyed it I had a good time watching it but this is a bit of a Hollywood hot take I'm kind of getting a little tired of this whole bring back the legendary characters from the 80s thing yeah like it's cool it's cool you know I I loved like seeing Hayden and Ewan back in Obi-Wan um I love seeing like a ton of this other stuff you know, the Spider-Mans, all that. But I don't know. It feels like it's this big Hollywood trend now. And it's it's okay. Like, it's just kind of... I feel, I feel like it's accepted. used... It's getting a little old. I feel like movies just kind of use this and expect it to, <clears throat> like, really enhance the anticipation for the movie. Especially with some older viewers. But, I mean, it sells tickets. It gets people in the door. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like they use that too much of a, as too much of a crutch rather than asking themselves, does our story really need this? Like how yeah, will the story need to be 
to yeah, be a good movie. Exactly. Like, how will the story benefit from this? Yeah. Um, will it benefit from it? Or is this just like, can we make it benefit from this? I feel like that's more of the question in some cases. And sometimes it's like, yes, you can make it benefit financially, but maybe not enhance the story as much. I don't know. Like, that's just one of the things I've noticed that I'm kind of getting tired of. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and oh, I got to get close to my mic. And uh, it's just kind of a mess of a movie, honestly. Like, it's just kind of everywhere. It Like, I get that. I get that Jurassic World and Jurassic Park, the franchise, is like this huge mega blockbuster thing. Um, but it doesn't always have to be that way. Like, you can make a good movie and not have like extravagant like set pieces with explosions and dinosaurs running around. This movie just felt kind of lost. Yeah. World. Get it? Ha- lost. Got it. Just, yeah. So, um,. <laughs> You know, I mean, it was good. The acting was pretty spot on. I mean, it was everyone playing the exact same characters. Um, I did love... I mean, dinosaurs have always kind of looked great. Um, let's be real. The dinosaurs, even in the first movie, still hold up to this day. Yeah. And the dinosaurs in, the, in these movies, they're they're pretty good. I want to say they're pretty good. Uh, especially that like that one, like, Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger yeah, dinosaur. Yeah. Actually, that was kind of a cool design. I'm not gonna lie; it was pretty, pretty funny. I I enjoy a good, like janky looking dinosaur once in a, once in a, once in a while. Yeah, uh, yeah. There was that one I shot where we were both kind of like, "Oh, this is pretty dope." It was like that one where, um, Bryce Dallas Howard's character is like getting hunted down, and like there's a oh, dino- she goes into the water. She goes into the water. Oh, that's a dope shot. That was a really cool <laughs> shot. I I yeah. I think that's like. The only time in the movie, though, that I looked over and was like, yo, this is, like, really, really cool. Yeah, I mean, when you and I go watch movies, and when there's a cool scene and we both agree it's cool, we're like, bro! (laughs) (laughs) We do that a lot in, uh, what's it called? Um, What movie did we, okay, what movie did we go see and was like, bro? Was that everything Batman? The Batman as well? I think it was Batman. Everything, everywhere. We kind of just talked to each other because there was no one in our theater. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Licorice Pizza, we're, too. Yeah. No, Licorice Pizza, we only was in there. So yeah. we were, like, Ash Lake yelling at the screen. Like, Yo! Yeah. Yeah, that was a fun time. <laughs> yeah. Ashton, stars. How many stars are you giving Jurassic World Dominion? What a stupid title. I'm going to give it, like, a 6.5. Because, yeah. I mean, like... Again, it was fun. It wasn't a, I don't think it was a bad movie. There were parts I genuinely enjoyed. It was like yeah. fun, but also Yeah, I don't know. I like maybe I just have to watch the other ones to enhance it more. Um I didn't feel like I didn't feel like there was as much of a connection to some of the previous ones. Like I felt like I could go see this on the first watch and be like, "Okay, this is like I can understand this movie pretty okay." Oh, that's pretty easy. So maybe play. maybe I'll move it up to like a 7 for that reason because yeah. I think that's kind of like what makes a good like trilogy is each movie can kind of stand out a little bit on their own. Um, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I what do you think? About six, six, six or seven. <laughs> like I agree. Um, yeah. But with this type of movie, you kind of, you're kind of getting what you expect. Right. Yeah, you know, exactly. We, we expect like a big blockbuster film. And that's exactly what we got. It's not going to like so, blow your mind if you're expecting anything different. If you're expecting like a, no, a Spider-Man, no way home sort of thing. It's, like, not quite like that. 
Or if you're expecting like an everything everywhere all at once thing, it's not like that either. It's kind of like, you know, you saw the trailer. Dope. You kind of get that movie. That's exactly what you're getting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give it a seven. It was fun. Like. John Williams killed the score. I don't think he did the score, but let's just, let's just say it. <laughs> no, it was uh, Michael, whatever. The, the oh, dude Giacchino? that did the Batman. Yeah, Giacchino. The dude that Richard did Giacchino? the Batman and uh, Spider Man No Way Home. Dude, that guy's so. I love that guy. He's, he, I, honestly, I feel like he's in the big leagues now just because of all the blockbusters he's, he's been able to do. Hey, we got to do an episode about new, uh, movie scores. Yeah. We've been meaning to do that for a while. We, we have. Probably since like, one of the earlier ideas we had that we haven't done yet. It is kind of hard because you can't really like talk about it without like hearing the music and ha- having your audience listen to the music. Yep. Oh, so that gives I me mean, an idea for it. Okay. I have an idea for it. I'll tell you after the show. Oh, is, it, is this a show now? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah, we have our own TV show. Woohoo. Yeah. Yeah, Woo. that sounds good. Yeah, we won't spoil anything. Yeah. Oh, what, what else have I been watching? There's that other movie we saw together. The the one with the hammer? I mean, that, but we already did a, a review on that one. Okay, what you read this one. I have no idea what you're talking about. I probably won't about a second, though. Hey, little mommy. I don't know. That's not a good impression. Elvis. Oh! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what, I can't, I don't I can't do the said. impersonation. I'm sorry. Um... <laughs> I should have just sang a song. I can't help falling. I can't sing either. Uh, <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. This was a mess. Um, yeah. No. <laughs> I loved this movie. Dude, it was so freaking good. It was so freaking good. Wait, first, let me, let me, let me, tell, let me tell the audience a story. Do it. Uh, so, th- we, we, we caught this movie like at 7, 8 o'clock. Yeah. Um, and we, we expected the theater to be like, kind of like, People our age or people like a little older, like like our parents' age, I would say. Yeah. Like Gen X, um, millennial. But, yeah. But the theater was full of people our grandparents' age. It was it was, it was a boomer theater, dude. That that theater dude. was booming in more ways <laughs> than one. <laughs> so yeah, we got there pretty late, uh, because we were just hanging out and uh we, we go in like right when the movie starts. And we don't we don't really look around to see what the audience looks like, right? Uh, when the movie ends, the lights come on, and I look around, and there's like a whole sea of like elderly people in front of us, and a whole sea of elderly people behind us. Yeah, it was the wildest thing. I'm I not was, saying it's not a bad thing. It's not I'm a bad saying, thing I'm, at all. It's not, it was actually hey, pretty get them cool. Out to the movie. Like the lights went on, and I was blinded by the light, but also by the light reflecting off all the white hair and the bald heads. Like <laughs> it was no disrespect. It was actually zero a, disrespect. <laughs> it, it was it's pretty cool. Like. How often can you really go to a theater and enjoy a movie with like people from a different generation, right? I mean, that's just that just uh, goes to show like who did they make this movie for? Yeah, like <laughs> this movie, I feel like, man, it's hard because this movie, I think it was made for Elvis's family first and foremost. Yeah, and then it was made for all the Elvis lovers, which can span any generation, and did when he was alive too. Everyone loved him. Dude, Didn't matter if you're young or old. By the end of his career, you loved him. Um, and just like, even to this day, he still has that or a lasting impact. And this movie, like, I don't know as much as people will say like, Oh, the Spider-Man, no way home that brought people back to the theaters or the Batman or whatever. Um, I feel like this movie really kind of like 
brought a connection that was more multi-generational. I guess Top Gun kind of did that too, which is pretty cool. But it kind of yeah. did that more with Gen Xers, I would say. Um, yeah, I mean, this movie is not for everyone, especially the way it's made. Yeah. Um, just because um, it's, it's directed by a man called Baz Luhrmann. Uh, he's directed uh, Moulin Rouge, which is a very like hyper, like quick quick cuts and stuff of a movie. It's a musical, and uh, you gotta understand people. People, some people hated this movie just because of like the way it was directed. And I'm like, you gotta understand when you go into a movie, you gotta like, who's directing? Who's in it? Like, who heck? Who's doing the cinematography? Right? Mm-hmm. These are things you these people kind of overlook. Um, and I guess, like, for the like normal audience, that's what you would usually do. But I usually, like, do my research. I'm like, who's directing, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, we're, we're just cooler than everyone else. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this movie didn't make much money um, from what I... Uh, let's see. I don't think it made much money. But, Ashton, while I search this up, um, what did you think? I absolutely loved it. It was... Austin Butler does such an awesome job with Elvis. Uh, and something that's really cool too is he, Elvis, like growing up, because it covers pretty much his whole life uh, up until like two years before his death. And growing up, if you listen to old recordings, and this is even what Austin Butler said on Fallon, um, you can tell at different in different years, different decades, he had a different voice, a different sort of sound to his voice when he was younger he talked a lot faster and he also had a bit more of like a southern thing going on but by the time he's older he's a little more clear he has a little more gravel in his voice and he's just like you know he's he's aged and he's gotten more confident you can tell the confidence but when you compare in the movie during all those different decades that they cover Austin Butler did an incredible job at mimicking Elvis's voices, multiple voices throughout the whole thing. The makeup yeah, design in this, I would be, I'm, I'll be so upset if this doesn't win a costume award of some kind. Some of the best costumes. What? I mean, technically yeah. it's just recycled stuff. <clears throat> who frick cares? Exactly. Right? It was like, and well, they, they copied awesome. a lot of Elvis's actual stuff. Uh, even his guitars, they replicated a ton of his stuff from the stuff that still exists. And yeah. it's just like, it's crazy. Even Elvis's uh, wife, um, Priscilla. Yes. She, yeah, Priscilla Presley. She even like raved about it. She was just like, "Wow, I didn't. I had my concerns about this movie. I told, I kind of like threatened Austin a bit, but dang, it was good." That's me paraphrasing <laughs> it. Um, yeah, I I enjoyed it. I know, like my brother came to see this one with us as well, and yeah. even like he left. And mostly, some of his favorite movies have been things like just like comedies and other stuff he doesn't have as high standards but he was like this was a really good movie and yeah it was i enjoyed it this might be one of my top ones of the year honestly i think it's easy top 10 for me yeah oh we still got to do our top 10 movies of the last that should be our next one yeah we gotta do that one yeah uh yeah no i really enjoyed this film obviously like i'm I don't want to say I'm a big Elvis fan because I don't listen to a lot of Elvis, but I know I know a good majority of his songs. It's hard because there's a lot of like yeah. really big Elvis fans out there. So even if you listen to a lot, you're probably not a big Elvis fan. No, exactly. Like, 
<laughs> I don't think I'm a big fan of like any band really. I don't <laughs> think I would. I don't think I can name every song from like Taylor Swift or Panic the Disco. I, pro- I probably could do most of Taylor Swift's. Yeah, you could do more than I could. <laughs> probably. I will. I will listen to a few songs. And I'm like, yo, these are my songs. You know what I mean? You get, you get like a few songs from an artist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, nine out of ten. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would give this an easy nine out of ten as well. It's it's just a really good movie that kind of shows like how manipulative like a man could be in another man's life. Yeah. Yeah. So great movie. Watch it if you love Elvis. Tom I Hanks did amazing in this too, got to say. Yeah, he played he played a guy <coughs> like he played such a hateable guy and it was so good. Yeah. I hated him so much. Same. Well, hate's a strong word. It, but I don't think it is. I love the performance, but this dude just... Ugh. Yeah, but smack him. Kill him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do I have anything else? I, is that it? Do you have anything else? Yeah, I do. I oh, can't... wait, I have something. Okay, let's hear yours I, first. I yeah. Um, I... Like everyone else around the world, I finished Stranger Things season four. Part oh, two. yeah, yeah. Uh, have you been watching? No, not really. Don't spoil because I think I'm going to. So with me, I watched the first season, started watching season two and was like, this isn't as good. And I was like, this is I was away. Like I was away from home doing some other stuff out in the world. And I decided I just didn't want to like commit to watching it. That's but funny. I think after hearing all the good reviews about season four i think i'm gonna rewatch season one and just kind of binge it no it's season four is season four is probably like my second favorite season i really i love season one yeah yeah i I, i'm just saying i've seen it i'm not gonna talk about it too much just because everyone else in the world has talked about it that's fair so i'm i'm just saying if you like if you like tv shows like movies if like 80s and 90s stuff give it a watch it's fun it's it's kind of season four is more horror-esque than any other season uh but hey just give it a watch by the time you get to season four you'll be you'll be good to go (laughs) you'll be used to it by then fair enough the orville so i put this on as one of my uh most anticipated shows because i binged through it last year and this is a show, the episodes are a little bit longer this season, so I haven't exactly kept on a weekly schedule. Again, I've been busy. Um, I don't have homework to procrastinate from. I have real work where if I don't do it, I don't make money. So. <laughs> and then if you don't make money, you don't go watch movies. So. Exactly. So I kind of have to keep that cycle. Um, Speaking of movies, sorry, I'm just looking at show times. I kind of want to go watch a movie tonight. So. Oh, yo. <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh, crawdancing. I'm going to see it Tuesday. I'm going to go see it Tuesday. Should I go tonight? Hey, you might have to. 10.15 tonight. Dang. Ambitious. <laughs> I, I, I work I work in the evening, so I could, uh, I could. There you go. I'll think about it. But yeah, so the Orville is sort of like this Star Trek... I don't want to say ripoff. It's like It's been inspired by Star Trek, but also a lot of other Parody. sci-fi shows. Or satire. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, but it's it's kind of like... I think it's a show that's finally found its identity. In season one, it's a Seth MacFarlane show. 
And if you don't know, he's the creator of like Ted, The Office, or uh, what? No, I did not just say The Office. Ted, uh, Family Guy, American Dad. I don't know why I was thinking The Office. Um, other he's shows like that. In the off- that would be. I want to see it. But he's kind of done a bunch of other stuff like that uh, where if you've seen it. Oh, and we lost that. It's okay. I'll keep talking. Um, if you've seen it, then you're kind of. You kind of have these expectations of, like, it's probably going to be, like, this raunchy, um, very adult-themed show. Uh, But this show was actually kind of the opposite of that, which is, like, pretty good. Um, And this show, like, it's finally found its stride. It kind of struggled. They were trying to do all this, like, humor and stuff before. And, um, you know what? I'm just going to pause for a second and let Nat back in because it's no fun just talking to an empty camera. One sec. I mean, you're not empty. You guys are here. But yeah, I'll be right back. Hey, guys. Sorry. Welcome back. <laughs> Technical difficulties because I'm an idiot. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Ashton. Carry on. It's the okay. Orville. As I, Yeah. As I was <laughs> saying before, before when I was just talking to an, an, an empty room because you weren't here. Um that right? <laughs> I'm playing. Uh, yeah, so th- this is a show, The Orville, we're still talking about The Orville. It's a show that really found its stride in this season because rather than forcing itself to be funny and forcing itself to kind of be super sci-fi-like, it found itself as like being, having a certain type of humor that isn't super in your face. I feel like we talked about kind of with Thor Ragnarok, or not Ragnarok, uh, Love and Thunder in our review, one of our complaints was it didn't really understand. It didn't know what it wanted to be. It didn't want to be like this very dramatic movie or this really funny movie. I think the Orville finally figured out what it wants to be. It doesn't want to be over the top funny. Like he- Seth MacFarlane has other shows for that. <clears throat> it doesn't want to be like a super like raunchy late night comedy either. Um, it just wants to be this heartfelt space opera that really kind of reinvigorates the spirit of early space exploration. Uh, when people were making these shows and like movies, when, you know, man first went to the moon, sort of like how star Wars came out shortly after and star Trek and all this other stuff. It kind of like re- really reinvigorates that spirit of like space travel and imagination. And it kind of, yeah, it, it just does so good at being heartfelt, very like family based, <clears throat> I think it's still classified as an adult TV show, but I'd let like a teenage son or even like a 10 year old son watch this movie. Like it's, or this show, sorry. It's, pre- it's pretty clean. It's pretty clean considering some I of the other stuff. I there, there's bit. some stuff in season two when, and season one when they're still trying to be like this really funny show. But so far in season three, it's, it hasn't like they're, they even re like started calling it the Orville New Horizons because they're kind of like taking it a different direction than they did like season one and a bit of season two, where now that it's found its stride, it can kind of have this new identity of its own. And really, yeah. So that's the show I've really enjoyed. I watch it whenever I can. Super good. Uh, Again, if you're like reserved about some Seth MacFarlane stuff, I think, I think you'll like this. I think you will. Um, Awesome show. Awesome. Oh, crap. Do I have anything else? Have I really? Okay, obviously, like when we do these episodes, we always have we always talk about like 
they're like the big highlights, but we don't talk about everything we've been watching lately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I watch way too much to talk about like yeah, we can Only the notable list. stuff. Can... Yeah, exactly. Um Ashton, do you have anything else? Yeah, I got a couple more things. Okay, you these, are, so these, these are both games though. Games. Games. Oh, are we doing games now too? Oh, we we've done games a couple of times. I, I guess I could do games too. If we're doing games, I can go right away. Might as well. It's our podcast. Yeah, go right away, dude. You can do whatever you want. So, <clears throat> my friend, our our friend, our friend Taylor Clawson, uh, for my birthday, got me this twenty five dollar gift card for the uh, Nintendo eShop. Ooh. And uh, he's <clears throat> like, "Yo, you should download these uh, games. They're called Cat Quest." <laughs> and I did. And no, these games are fire. So Taylor, if you lis- if you're listening, shout out. Those games are great. Um, they're kind of like, um, they're, they're RPGs, obviously, but like it's kind of like, I I don't know the exact like title for it. It's kind of like an open world RPG. I want to say it's it's pretty linear. It's a linear video game, but I love cats. I have a cat, um, and uh, it's like cats who are like knights, and you have to go around like fighting dragons and stuff. And it sounds really sounds really cheesy, but it's really good. It was five dollars. I bought I bought both games, and I haven't started the second one because I finished the first one. But highly recommend. Give it a give it a give it a game. Give it a play. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> give it yeah. Give it a play. Let's call it that. Give it a play. <laughs> Give it a play. <clears throat> Dope. All right, what you been playing lately? <laughs> well, I'm going to start off with like a banger, like with the big one that's probably one of my favorite pieces of content that I've consumed this year, actually. Whoa. I'm not even finished it yet, and it's ranked that high. Um, it's a game called It Takes Two. Mm. So for those of you who don't know, yes, I'm going to flex this again. I recently got myself and my brother... We both split the cost, a retail cost of a Series X, an Xbox Series X. And, flex, okay. <laughs> and there there aren't a lot. I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. There aren't a lot of good games out for it. I'd already played through Halo on the Xbox One. Um, <clears throat> I haven't gotten uh, Forza Horizon 5 yet because I'm waiting to find it out at Willow for a little bit cheaper. And I was just like, dang, we need like stuff to like really kind of, you know, use this thing to its max. And boy, It Takes Two is such a good game. So if you have someone close to you that you love playing video games with, this is the game to get. It's an EA title, so depending on how you feel about the company, I'm not like a bit I don't I'm not a fan of EA the company, but some of the sub studios they make put out some gems like Unravel 2. That's one of my favorite games ever. And I play any show <laughs> every year. Chill. I pay $90 every year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And It Takes Two is like an awesome, amazing game. Uh, pretty much, you know, obviously it's a co-op game, which there aren't too many couch co-op games out there that are like really good. I miss those days right. of co-op uh, or like local co-op game uh, gaming. But this game, it's pretty much the premise of it. The story premise is <clears throat> there's these two parents and they're getting a divorce. They explain it to their kid. So it's, it's already pretty deep. They explain it to their kid and magically... This kid, um, she she drops this a couple of these magic tears that transfers her mom and dad into the bodies of like these little wooden dolls that she made. And there's this annoying freaking book, Spanish book that comes around and is like 
always ruining the vibe, but also trying to like make these two parents reconnect. And pretty much the premise is you're trying to work out your relationship while having fun. This is a game that <clears throat> it switches genres, different genres of games. So we've played through RPGs. We've played through like RGB, R, uh, PG modes. We played through uh, third person shooter modes, uh, different like 2D platforming, different types of like 3D platforming. And it has like a Mario Galaxy-ish level to it. It has all this other stuff to it. And it just blows your mind with what this game can do. It makes the best parts of gaming all into this one condensed package. Like if if I were ever to talk to someone who had never played a video game in their life before, this is the game I'd recommend because it's just that good. Because um, it kind of brings the whole genre of video games and packages it into this one heartfelt story. I'm not finished it yet <clears throat> because of course I'm playing it with someone usually tend to finish games a little bit slower. But another great part of the experience is also the connection you have to the person you're playing with. And it's it's awesome. I love playing games with my brother still. And I highly recommend this game if you're looking for that kind of game. Maybe you're in a relationship. Maybe you also have a close sibling. Maybe you have a best friend that you want to play this with. Do it. It's such a good game. I think it's still available on PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, I think. I'm, Ooh, it's PS4? I'm not sure about Switch. I believe so. Um... Highly recommend it. It's definitely my game of the year right now. <clears throat> yeah, I've heard some good things about it. Oh, it is on yeah. PS4. It's also just yeah, a beautiful game. Like, it's so good. Hey, $45. Get it. Oh, and also, Amazon. you don't necessarily even have to play this co-op. You can still play it online. If you buy the game online, you can get your friend to install a free part of that game on their console or PC or whatever. Uh, like a free download of that and then you just kind of give them a room code like jackbox and then you can connect over that like you don't, you don't even need to buy two copies of this game to play it with someone nice that's sick yeah i'll, I'll probably pick it up eventually <clears throat> i mean might as well <laughs> um yeah what else have you been playing i know you have one more yeah actually two more i'll, I'll make these ones quick though uh, so Fall Guys recently went free. I never really played that, um, but I've been playing a lot of it recently. Freaking Fall Guys, I bro. have, I have it on my Switch. I have it on my Xbox One that I have in my room right now. I have it on the Series X downstairs. Yo, we gotta play. We gotta play. We gotta play. I'll just like get bored and just toss it on and just like be entertained. It's like free entertainment. Um, so that's a big one. I mean, obviously you probably, it, you listeners probably know what this game is. And then the other one is a recent pickup. Uh, Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. Really? Oh, yeah, you did pick that up. Yeah. So I've been looking for this at Willow for probably about two months because they just released it on uh, Xbox One as like a and Xbox Series X as one of those right. original Xbox titles you can go back and play. And the moment they did that, it sold out at the game store that we go to in Langley. And I was like, shoot, I really like wanted to pick this up. They used to have like tons of copies and now they have like none um but i found it i managed to find one copy there bought it for 30 bucks which i think was kind of too much <laughs> for for a game that's like almost 20 years old um, oh well oh well We're this game came out before the movie so it kind of gave away the story to a lot of people it also adds a that's lot so of fun. really cool stuff a lot of cool sequences uses cutscenes from the movie but also has like some really cool alternative story things that you can do and if you like Revenge of the Sith, uh, I think this is like 
a better version of the movie in a game form. But I think the nice. book overall takes both of these. Uh, sorry, I'm getting really nerdy. Anyway, I, I like just it. go for it, bro. It's kind of this like... podcast is called Nerds and Flannel, bro. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Um, hey, I'm wearing flannel. You're not. Where's you... your flannel? Oh, shoot. I don't have anything nearby. I'm sorry. Okay. I failed. Oh, there's one on the floor right there. Um, my room's pretty clean. There's just like one in the corner. Uh, sure, of course. <laughs> that's what I do before we record these. I clean up my room. Um, <laughs> Me too, bro. Look at this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I recommend if uh, if you have an Xbox, you have this game accessible, you see it at a thrift store for $3, pick it up. It's kind of what I wish Fallen Order was a little more like because of the different lightsaber combos. I love Fallen Order, by the way, not trashing it, but I kind of wish games would go back to like, you could just do all this crazy wacko stuff with lightsabers and force abilities rather than kind of controlling you to a couple like few good ones. I just want like yeah. out of the like I want good ones. I want them to be good, but I also want like out of the out of control force powers. You know, like force healing. Let's bring that into like some of these games and stuff. You know, right? Yeah. I mean, like I I've been slowly, slowly making my way through Fallen Order. I just started replaying that too. Oh, dude, I I I'm terrible at these type of games, man. I'm so bad. What what planet so are you on? I have no clue. Oh, wait, no. I'm a Kashyyyk now. Okay. I just got to Kashyyyk again. I did oh that in like God. two okay. days. <laughs> okay, you're better at video games than I'm I am. I'm playing on hard okay. mode. Oh, I'm on the easiest mode. I'm on like Padawan mode or whatever. Story mode. Dang. I'm just freaking terrible, man. It's okay. You can I, do I it. I can't. <sighs> I believe in oh. you. Uh, Ash, you got anything else? Because I have one more if you don't have anything Let's else. hear yours. I don't have anything else. Okay, let me get, let me tell you guys a story. <clears throat> Back in the year two thousand, I was born, and ever since then, my father and mother have influenced my life by nerdy crap. I mean, do you know how much Star Wars I watched as a kid? You know how much Hot Wheels I watched as a kid? I watched some weird stuff when I was a kid, man. I I, I would tell you, that's what set me up for this, you know, <laughs> this whole nerd podcast and this whole like, hey guys, I'm Nat, he's Ashton type of thing, and <laughs> that has really grown my my love for uh, movies and just um, I want to say media in general because like I just love consuming media and I know. It could be a bad thing, could be a good thing, but I, I, it helps me connect with people. It helps me, like, you know, just enjoy life because nothing is better than sitting on your couch. I mean, no, 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 sorry. Let me rephrase that. There's nothing better than sitting at my desk on this chair that I found on the side of the road and cooking, cleaned up. <laughs> There's nothing better than sitting down in this nice, janky chair that has, like, screws uh, poking my butt and watching a I'm little I'm sorry, TV what? Show. <laughs> Are you good? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's restart that again. Let's restart that again. Nothing brings me more joy in life than sitting down and watching a a, a spinoff of a TV show that I love so much. And it just got put on Netflix. Um, but I've been I, I I've had no way to watch this show for a very long time since come out. I think it's come out like came out in like twenty. What year is it? Twenty eighteen. Yeah, no, it came out in twenty twenty. And uh, no, twenty eighteen. It came out in twenty eighteen. 
And yeah, I've had no way of watching the show. But now that it's on Netflix, I can watch the show because originally I just been watching stuff on YouTube. And that show is Young Sheldon. Based off the Big Bang Theory, obviously one of my favorite TV shows if you listen to the, our top 10 TV shows of all time. I freaking love the Big Bang Theory, man. It's like... It's everything I want it to be and more. Just because, like... It's about nerds who love comic books. And... Because I'm such a nerd, I actually, like... Talk... I, I like, watch stuff about string theory. And, like, interstellar travel. And, hey, do one day, I want to be frozen, man. I want to be put in a pod and, like, be frozen. I'm kidding. I don't want to do that. Uh, <laughs> but um, Young Sheldon is a spinoff of The Big Bang Theory. And it's about, yeah, Young Sheldon, like, obviously, as he, like, lives in Texas. And uh, it's a really, really good show. Um, I can't remember. The actor is Ian Armitage. And it's it's great. Like, I I started, I, this thing was released on, Net, on Netflix, like, a week ago. I'm done four seasons. To be fair, it's a sitcom and it's like 20 episodes. I mean, 20 minute episodes and there's like 20 episodes in a season. Um, but, you know, I grind through that stuff. You know, it's easy. Just turn on. I I, I have like, um, I have three monitors. I have one for video editing. I have one for videos at YouTube and Netflix. And I have one for playing video games. I have all these on and I'm just grinding out work and stuff. Dang. <laughs> Respect. Dude, I, dude, I multitask. Like, it's no one's business. Um, yeah, so Young Sheldon. It's on Netflix. Highly recommend it. I've been watching a lot on Netflix lately, obviously. And yeah, that's that's what I've been watching lately. I mean, it's not it's not a it's a lot, but you know, I've I've had a lot of fun watching it all. Dude, this is one of our longest episodes like yet. How long are we going for? I have an hour and eleven. Oh, one of the top top ten for sure. Top ten, <laughs> top ten. This is like a really long what you've been watching, but we've actually seen this has been a really good like month and a bit for like content in general yeah there's been some really unexpected stuff like for me it was those youtube videos that really just kind of blew my mind <clears throat> there's been some expected stuff uh we, you know something else we watched was kenobi obviously um go watch a review go listen to our review go on listen that. to our review on that uh you know thor love and thunder you know all that stuff but there's been like a lot of hidden gems that i've really enjoyed even like playing through it takes two. um lots of like really great things that have come out and you know a lot of stuff that we still need to see like we still got to see Lightyear. Um, oh yeah that's right okay maybe we should go watch that it, if it's still in theaters by the time you come over yeah yeah we should try to figure that out um you know we, there's still other things there's more stuff we look forward to like when the crawdads sing and yeah i think i kind of want to go watch that tonight <laughs> <laughs> send it i'm seeing it at tuesday so I'm working Tuesday. Oh my gosh. I ah, uh, do I want to go though tonight? What's the seating like? Oh, it's legit no one in the theater. I could just go be the only one in there. I'd come Ooh. if I lived closer. Hmm. Interesting. Might have to. Might have to. <laughs> uh yeah. I gotta get I gotta get permission from my manager first. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Um Um Cool. Is that it, Ashton? I think that's it. Yeah, you know, go wow. watch some of the stuff we talked about, and yeah, just enjoy life, enjoy content. Yeah, guys, um, thank you for listening to this very long "What You're Watching" episode of the Nerds and Flannel. Uh, look out for our next episode. Next episode, 
um what do you think it's going to be probably probably our favorite con or the favorite concept of the year so far our favorite movies of the year so far is whatever yeah we should we should do that yeah. uh we should yeah we, we can do that on a video i mean on a uh zoom recording oh again for sure figure it out yeah for sure and then when we're in person i don't know what we're gonna do but we'll i got do something an idea fun. you got an idea okay you're gonna tell me right after this yeah okay guys um yeah thanks for watching until next time i'm nat and i'm ashton and, and we, we are, are the, the nerds, nerds in, in flannel. flannel peace